Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wake Up. We're out here in Chicago, so let's give it up for Chicago. We've got the women's here. Today's subject is going to be somebody that's fucked you over. A story, something, you know, as simple as you borrowed a money and you needed that money and they just fucking never got it to you. I have a buddy of mine, I'm not going to give his name, he all of a sudden uh, needed a place to stay, I put him up in a place, I said to him, yeah, don't worry about it, no big deal, I got you, I got your back, I'm going to help you out. It's usually when you're helping somebody out, you get fucked over, right? When you look to be good, the fucking bad comes fast, correct? When you look to be good, the bad comes without you even fucking knowing, right? So anyways, I put this man up in my place. I told him, hey, just change over the ComEd bill and whatever. All of a sudden, he's got like 20 different girls up there. I get a complaint from the building. I own the property. And I call him and I'm like, hey, man, you know, I let you stay for a month. It's time to go. He fucking hates me. He don't want to talk to me. He don't want to know me no more. He don't want nothing to do with me, right? But I'm the family member that said yes. People forget that you're the one that said yes, Mm -hmm. correct? They forget that. And they got a bunch of fucking knows beforehand correct Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that say fucking no oh no i'm sorry i can't do this for you when you say yes you set yourself up to create a new enemy it's fucked up in the head but it's there but uh diamond if you want to elaborate a little more maybe on one of your experiences or i feel like i have too many fucking experiences Um, give us one main i mean i I just feel like i can't even elaborate because it's so fucking money i'm a giver by nature So I feel like I overly give because I know what it feels like not to have shit. So I'm always helping people out. And I feel like, you know, people are never going to remember the times you say yes. They're going to remember the one time you say no. I feel like money would be the biggest issue. Definitely. You know, letting people borrow money is always... Why am I embarrassed to ask you for my money? And you're not embarrassed to fucking... You know what I'm saying? Just to give it to me. Like, you're fucking taking flights and you're fucking doing this and that. But you haven't even paid me my money yet. Like... I just feel like the honesty, right hand of God, is so many fucking encounters that I can't even say. But I feel like money has always been the biggest and most embarrassing issue for me. Just letting people. Well, give us a story. Uh, I'll let somebody else talk. And then when I think about it, because I just feel like there's so fucking money, I really cannot. Who's got a good one over here? You got one? Pretty good one. Mine actually came with a relationship. So I'm a giver in the same type of nature, but I'll like literally give anything to support who I'm with. So I was a lot of people do that. Yeah, I was with the guy at one time. My lease had actually had finished and he started becoming a welder's helper in Wyoming. So I moved all the way to Wyoming. Oh, wow. Like, no car, no place, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like literally just like mailed my shit over there, like said I was going to do it. Founded two jobs out there. Like I went from being Chicago city girl to country Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like literally I was the darkest person in the town. The town was literally a mile long. There's one grocery store one restaurant and the restaurant was the brewery like if you wanted to go into town it was a two-hour drive type shit i found out within the first two weeks i was there he had been cheating on me the entire time oh you with the wyoming girl with like multiple he was on plenty of fish tender all this other shit and the town's not big so when i started working in two of the places a grocery store where everybody goes and the local brewery where everyone drinks (laughs) yeah i found some shit out real quick i ended up having to be there for like six months until i got enough money to buy a car to get the fuck out of there and even after that like he was so upset i wasn't distraught about the relationship and like him cheating on me that i was like literally sleeping on like what are those like lazy boys or whatever i was sleeping 
on that every night while he was sleeping in the bed because I refused to fucking sleep with him. And I would still like go into town with all the other people I was making friends with. And because he was like, I wasn't distraught and upset. He threw my shit out on the lawn. I had to figure out my own way back. Like, and I never moved away since. That was the last time I ever moved away from Chicago. You learned your lesson. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) It was so bad. I think I think you have a good one. Ooh, I was like, Alright, let us know. Let's not just woo. What we got? So I'm saying my little friend. He did me an Uber from work home. Well to his house actually, to be exact. Okay. His house and you know, he wanted to see me and everything, but he was so drunk and being so petty, the nigga left me outside for a whole hour. And it was cold. And it was cold at that. And it was raining too. <laughs> left me outside. So like, yeah, that's a fucked up shit. Like Bitch, now you could stay outside. If now I like when the motherfucker need my help, I'll drag. Cause bitch, you had me outside for a whole hour, four o'clock in the morning. I was there when this happened. That's yeah, I got she, she, Yeah. Damn, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, rough. But, but it's not. You know, I think that's the worst thing that ever happened to me. No, that's light. Then you know, that's light. Fuck. That's but light. you have no ride, and you're outside within the cold, and you have no way back. You jumped in the Uber though. He, he you feel like some kind of liability yeah, on there yourself. Uber. He sent no because you know I was fucking. Well, I'm, yeah, I was fucking with him. So he sent me the Uber. Said he was coming, 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 and he never showed up. At his own house, he wasn't. At his own house, he never showed up at his own house. So he, like I'm just like a like a loose duck. So I had to be looking out the window and shit. <laughs> you got a story over there, Nikki? Oh yeah, I I have a story. Well, give it to him. I definitely have a story. Okay, so this one was more like I got flown out to a state. Okay. So I found this guy on Instagram. And he's like a comedian in Atlanta. And Famous started, comedian or no? You could say. He, he was up there. He was okay. up there for sure. So I started liking all his content. And he reached out. He messaged me. He's like, what's good? Do you want to get flown out to Georgia? And I'm over here like, I'm a shorty, right? I'm like in my 18. I'm 18 mm-hmm. at that time. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I never experienced that. And I want to say I got flown out by some dude. Some random dude. Yeah, okay. random dude. A random dude. I don't recommend it. <laughs> so you know what? I'm like, I'm so new to it. But my girl was like so comfortable like having this happen. I messaged her and I'm like, you know what? Do you want to come with me? He said I could bring a friend along and she was with it. So he got us two tickets. The day of, we went to the airport. She didn't show up. She said that she's running late, but she didn't ever end up showing up. So I let him know, you know what? Like, I missed my flight because of her because I was waiting on her. So he had to rebook the flight, just me. And he was already kind of pissed that she didn't show up. So I get there. You know, the guy pulls up in a Suburban at the airport. We go. That's a red flag right away. (laughs) You know what? I thought it was fun. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. Right? Because I'm 18. Like, first time ever having this happen to me. So we go to this mansion. I'm setting up my bags and stuff. That's around the time I started like my Snapchat premium. So I'm like, cool, like I'm gonna get some cool content going on. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a win for me. Right. So we get straight to the point. That first night we got straight to the point. We did like the dirty deed, right? We go straight to it. Yeah. And then you know what? He's like, I never asked him what he did for like living besides like his little like comedian stuff on Instagram. So he cashed at me, you know, just for being there with him. And then when he sent the money, he said, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to send it to that account. Can I send it through a different account? But can you send the money back? Mm. And to me, you know, like I've been around a couple scammers here and there. To me, I felt like in my gut that just didn't sit well with me. How so much did he send? 
about like 2k okay yeah for like the weekend uh-huh. so i said no no i can't i can't do that and he's like fine fuck it that's fine so the next day we you know we go in on um, what was it like a mercedes-benz bus we go pick up food with all his like little friends and then later on that night he's like let's go let's go to downtown i have a condominium he's like take your suitcase everything i said fine let's go so we pull up we're walking towards the condominium and then he tells me oh, I'm going to run back to the car and get my ticket. And I said, okay, cool. I see this man get in his car and take off. Oh, wow. Take off. No. And I'm like, is this really happening? Is this like, that's when I woke up. Like I snapped from, from like this like little dreamy world to reality. I'm like, this man just left me. And I'm calling his phone back to back. I'm messaging him. Then there was a Chipotle nearby. So my phone was about to die. I'm like, I need to charge my phone real quick. So I charged my phone and I told my phone, my friend what happened. And later on, he messaged me and he's like, you know what? You're messing up my money. I can't have you around. Oh, wow. I can't have you around. And I'm like, what? So thankfully, I have supportive friends. You know, they send me So money. you got money to get yeah, back home. Yeah, money to That's get a hotel. Was it because of the 2K? No, it's because he was trying to scan me. He was trying to cash up scan me. I know. So you did you keep the two K? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, so through. he wanted you to send it back and be. Yeah. So then he, he wanted. Yeah. So then uh, he wanted so he's me just trying to pull some scam. Yeah. So he. But at the end of the day, let's say he just left you there in uh, Atlanta. No, yeah, he did. So he wanted to scan me because it's a, like a little. I'm not gonna say too much about it, but mm. yeah. So you, so you, if you give women advice, you say don't fly yourself, don't go out, no don't more. do it, don't do it, even though it's like. Oh, like I want to do it because it's it sounds raw. Like, you don't know how they're living. Don't do it because they're you don't know what you're setting up yourself for. You Instagram's got a lot of it. fake shit on there. Exactly. No. I mean, what about yeah. you, Elena? You got anything going? You never been fucked over? I don't think I've been fucked over. I feel like I've been fucked over by like lies. Never like money or anything like that. Nothing physical. It's just so someone lies to you. That's a big fuck over. Yeah, because I don't tolerate that. I don't care if it's about a dollar or like lying about a penny or a nickel. Like, don't lie to me. Like, there's no reason why you should. You have lie. an example of somebody that lied to you that really. Yeah. I guess it's like the one thing <laughs> with the Ileana thing. Oh. Okay. Well, there's this girl I used to know. I used to live with her. Oh, God. And whatever. We lived together. You know, she was at the rock bottom. You know, she had a really neglectful boyfriend. She told me, like, you know what? You're not doing good at home. Like, you can come stay with me. Let's just split the rent. And I was like, let's do it. Like, I needed to get out of my house at that time. So I did it. And, you know, she was sleeping on, like, a bag in her book bag. Like, she had no furniture, no nothing, nothing. So I brought this girl up, you know, I took care of her. I started feeding her, paid like the bills for the first two months just because she gave me the opportunity to stay. She gave me first month free, which is like, you know, we were helping each other out. And then, you know, we fell off. You know, I found out she was being fake to me and she tried to like get, I introduced her to two people in my life and all four of us were going to get a bigger house and split it, the rent. They ended up signing the lease without me, played <laughs> me the whole time while I lived there. And she tried, she had the audacity like a month later texting my family members your daughter owes me all rent. She never paid me. She's like saying, making up all these lies and trying to incriminate me about doing all these things. But I have all my Zell receipts and everything of when I paid her and everything. And I'm just like, it's just crazy to me how someone, you could bring someone up. You know, this man ran through our house. You know, he almost, you know, did things to her. And I stopped it. I saved her from that. And I don't care. And I'm going to take that because I did save her. I did bring her up. So she just fucked you over by not, she, she didn't want to live her. with you? Yeah, no, not even that. Like, I don't care if you want to live with me. Like, it's just don't be like trying to say I don't do nothing for you coming at my fam, my family. Like, you're telling talking to my family saying I didn't ever pay you rent. What do you look like? Like, that's crazy to me. I don't think how it's always like the ones who take like that. Yeah, they could just shit on you and don't care. Like, I just don't. Well, care. you know, as a giver, you have to have your limits because takers yeah. don't have any. Bro, I had a roommate 
that like she was my boss too. She was my oh god, that's even she worse. She was my best friend and my boss. I was working at LA Fitness at the time. She was the district manager, and I was like one of the managers. Fuck you, for, LA Fitness. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> But we were like best friends. And when I had moved back from Wyoming, she wanted to move out of her parents. And I needed to obviously move somewhere because I just came back from Wyoming. So you just yeah. got getting fucked. Yeah. Oh, this got, this got <laughs> real. This got real fucked. Okay. And, and you know, it was just fucked to me because she and I had such a close relationship. And I guess I kind of knew she had like some pop and pill problem, like Xanax and mm. shit. But I didn't really think it was much. Oh, I got her one. Parents, her parents were so loaded. Like, they took care of everything for her. She didn't even pay rent. I paid half the rent. Her parents paid hers. Uh-huh. I was giving her money for Comcast, all this other stuff. And I never watched TV. And after, like, some time, I just started noticing, like, weird shit. First, I would go and, like, watch TV, come home after a long day, and the TV's not working. What the fuck? Why? I call Comcast, $600 hadn't been paid. What the fuck you mean $600? I've been, oh, giving wow. this, I've been giving you $100 each month. So not only did I find out I was paying the whole bill, not half of the bill. And then on top of that, she literally wasn't even using the money for that. She so was using my money that. for pills. So I, I got a And story. she ended up stealing from me. She told me that some guy had broke into our house. Oh, my God. Went through all of our shit. She's got Burberry fucking <laughs> mascara. This motherfucker stealing my shit that's like some tanning lotion and some <laughs> bullshit. Fuck out of here. Literally, I had one box full of cash, and that was for a brand new car I wanted. So I had cash. But you would not know unless you went through every single shoebox in my closet. I just had it randomly uh-huh. in a whole bunch of shoeboxes. And she went through all of them. Destroyed my whole entire it. room. Yep, took it. Man, women. women. And I literally, women just crazy. Yeah, and I literally just took all my shit after I found that. I took all my shit. I didn't even think about where I was going. I took all my shit. I left my bed, my desk, everything. And I was like, fuck you. I'm out. And I, that was. So I got a good story about a fucking pill popping piece of shit. <laughs> so this is a good one in Alretta. You know what I'm talking about. So before when I, I opened up my first sub, I opened up a nightclub bar or whatever when I was 26 years old, right? So when I opened this up, and I will fucking name drop because I don't give a fuck. So this could air publicly. So there was this guy, and he owned a bar. And my friend took me over there, and he's like, you know, Diamond, you need a bar time, whatever. I'm going to make the story. I'm going to wrap it up as short as I can. You know, so this guy's like, you need a bar time here. This guy's going to give you $500 just to come in and bar time. I'm like, okay, yeah, because I'm not going to waste my time. The bar is dead as fuck. I get it popping. First night, I make like $1,800. You know, I fucking make like $600 in tips. Plus, the guys gave me $500 on top of that. So, you know, now we build a friendship, me and this guy. He owns the bar. We build a friendship or whatever. You know, at the time I was working nightlife, I had money saved up, but I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. This is what got me into the industry. But everything comes back as a blessing in disguise, believe it or not. So whatever, I invest all this money. You know, he's behind on rent. He's behind on bills. It's just like, I just see everything crumbling in front of him. I didn't know he had an addiction to pills. You know, I got like 50 grand. Like I can help you out. So, you know, I had three cards. I gave him a card for him to waste on cigarettes, Starbucks, and Lululemon because that's all this motherfucker did. <laughs> like, he had no money, though. And I give it to him. And then I have my own card. And then we have another card we're using on the bar. And I have no contract, no nothing. It's just me, like, you know, out the goodness of my heart, like, thinking that something's going to come about this. And he's like, you know, make a contract. We'll do 50-50. You don't have to have put no money in. But I am putting money in because I'm paying all his back shit. Long story short, I end up finding out that he has an addiction to pills. You know, he goes missing for like a week and then he just barges in the bar. Like, I'm buying the liquor. I'm keeping this bitch running. I'm like, okay, this is my bar now. You know, and he's like, and he walks in one day like, you need to close this shit down. Like, why? He looks crazy. He has a five o'clock shadow. He has fucking bags. Like, like I never seen him look like this before. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, and I end up finding out he has this addiction. And I was like, okay, cool. We boxed it out. Police came. You know, I'm like, you better shut this. Yeah, I'm like, you better shut this bar down or like, I'm not going. 
he didn't and something happened and whatever, you know, like it ended up being closed down. And then the landlord hit me up, you know, a few months later, like, hey, you know, you were paying all the rent, all the money was coming for you. Do you want to open the bar? And I fucking took it over. Diamonds Bar and Lounge, baby. And I got, you know, testimony in a room, you know, because it went just like that, you know. And I, I overly helped them. And like I said, that's what I'm saying. Like me giving, it's been so many situations. But I think that was one where it was the largest amount of money that I've ever touched or ever experienced. And I was so depressed and so heartbroken when that bar closed. Like, I swear, I probably didn't shower for fucking days or eat for days. Like, didn't want to brush my teeth. I was that depressed. It took a toll on me. You know, I feel like I seen... um interview that Kanye West did where he said taking a public loss is one of the greatest things if you could take a public loss you're ready for any type of failure be able to bounce back from it and I had so many people when I opened up this bar like wishing bad on me and saying like she's not gonna do it she's gonna go right back to what she was doing before and when I did it and I took over and my name was on the front and like it was just insane you know and it took about a year and a half but I did it and it was it was crazy. Somebody that tried to use me, you know, it, it worked out for me to open up multiple businesses off this one bar. God multiply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you over there? You look like you got something to say. Who? Me? Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, like minor setback for a major come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is. Sure. You know, you give, just expect you're not going to get any return. But you know what? That's a blessing. When you give, you get more back. Oh, I mean, it ended up working out, but it doesn't work out for everybody, unfortunately. It doesn't work out all the time, yeah. No, it doesn't. You know, and sometimes, like I said, when you are a giver, you have to set limits because takers don't have any. And I definitely put myself in a position to get Mm -hmm. fucked over with no contract or anything like that, you know. But I didn't know any better. I was 20 years old. I think as you grow in as an adult, like, you realize what a taker is. It's really hard to see what a real taker is until you, like, get that perspective. Like, You know, if someone, even people don't have to have material stuff or money to help you out. People can be beneficial as far as, like, coming over and cleaning your house. You know, just the little, the littlest stuff when you have, Mm -hmm. it's the little shit that matters for you. You know, if someone can do that little stuff for you, that's what makes you want to give. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't always have to be about money. It's just having somebody there for you, you know? But you definitely got to set limits because you know how it is, you know, people. Yeah, takers will take. I mean, it all depends if you have it or if you don't have it. But a taker will keep taking and taking and taking. And then you'll be like, damn, they got money in their pocket and they'll still take from you. You know, it's like the the rule of 20 where you go, you know, like, hey, can I borrow $20? Like, yeah. And then you're at the bar with that same person and they take out like $300. Like, didn't I just give you $20? Like, what the fuck? You see this weird shit and you're like, you know, but at the end of the day, now you know, you can't be life, the sucker. Now you know? he's not your life for $20, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He talk you, stop talking to you just because he owes you 20 bucks. Like, yeah, but I mean, women, you guys are even worse, I would think. You know, another woman fucks you over, you guys cut them off on everything. It's it's done. Men, you know, we, we'll forgive after a certain point in time, I think. But women and women, you guys will hold a grudge for a very, very long time. Correct? Very much so. Depends. I bet better. you deserve. You expect better from your friend. Like I think it all depends on everyone who, you know, how they approach that problems. But it's good to forgive. You yeah. can't be even. You can forgive, but you can't forget. Right. Correct. You can forgive, but you can't forget. It will still come yeah. back and hunt you. But that's up to you if you want to make peace with the past. Yeah, I always say be good to a point to people. You know what I mean? You can keep it cordial. You don't need to make any enemies because you never know who that person knows. But you can be cordial. That's kind of how I see it. Men. They like to do that. They'll just stay, you know what, I'm cool with this guy, but I don't fuck with him on this level. Yeah. You know, I got cousins of mine that, you know, they're just fucking degenerates. Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't want, I don't want to mess with them. I think they're okay guys, but I'm not getting involved with anything they do. You know, I don't want to be in that same circle. And that's, 
that's life in general. But of course, of course, I think it goes more with family members too, in general too. Your family members are the worst ones because they fucking expect everything, right? They expect it from you. They expect it like, oh, I birthed you, your family, you owe me, owe me. And that's the hardest people to cut off when you're trying to come up or start something too. Is your family realistically? Fuck them. <laughs> it's hard. Mm-hmm. But all right, guys, I know we're kind of going in a little late. Thank you guys for joining us another episode of Wake Up. We appreciate you guys out here.